What's up and welcome back or welcome in to the DualSense podcast for a very special bonus episode. I am your host, Jason, and I'm not joined by Travis this time. I'm joined by a very special guest. His name is Carson Kelly, the namesake of Carson Kelly Games and independent developer. And are you a solo developer as well, Carson? I am, yes, a solo developer indeed. Gotcha, gotcha. So we have a have a special episode, uh, like I said, a bonus episode. We're going to talk with Carson about his studio and his his games, yes, plural, that he has in development. And uh, he has a couple of PlayStation-related projects that wanted to talk with him about, and we've been uh, discussing getting, getting him on the show. But, uh, of course, our normal episodes are typically our 90-minute or less uh, news blast of PlayStation news, rumors, and more. But this one's going to be a little bit different. Um, but I do want to still invite you to find us on social media, of course, and chat PlayStation with us, or perhaps Carson Kelly Games on this occasion. You can find us on Twitter at the DualSense Pod, as well as Instagram, where we usually share virtual photography from in-game photo modes. We're also on Facebook, if anyone still uses that, and find our blog as well, which is the DualSense Podcast wordpress.com where you can find our episodes each week or if you're curious what travis and i look like you can find our lovely faces there as well so without much further ado here we're gonna jump right into a conversation with carson here about his studio and his project so carson i just wanted to first thank you for coming on the show it's our pleasure my pleasure to have you and um, like we were talking before we started recording you know we've been kind of going back and forth for a couple of months now about getting something together and 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 uh talking about your games and PlayStation on the show so it's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it very much. PlayStation has been my home for many many years. So this is like a home coming. Yeah, awesome. Well, first let's kind of just I guess break the ice here and start by just discussing your studio in general and can you just tell us a little bit about Carson Kelly games and you know when you got that started and and we, we obviously found out you're a solo developer but what talk to us about the studio in general when you started and what genres or styles of games that you that you like to make well Carson Kelly games has been going on most mostly since 2016 2017 took it serious probably right before the pandemic hit then I was like okay I got some projects here I have lined up and I want to pitch them to PlayStation because that's where I grew up playing games. And at the time, I didn't think it was going to happen. Then I got an email and a phone call at McDonald's parking lot because I was getting a burger that day. And that's <laughs> awesome. where I found out I got the approval from PlayStation for a nice line of things at that time. Sweet. I guess, how did you get started with that process in particular? Like, you know, obviously you you decided that you wanted to make video games, but like, what was it that, I guess, how did you figure out or, you know, find, discover the first steps to, I guess, having a, some sort of, you know, partnership or relationship with PlayStation? Is that something that you just Google or like, you know what I'm saying? How did you figure that out? Google and online forums, but that's also how I learned how to make games is pretty much YouTube videos or going through old, very old online forums that are in the archives of just people explaining how to and what and how and all this cool stuff on how to make your games. and. Yeah, it's it's definitely a process, the pitch process. It took a little bit, but you also have to have a game well in development during that pitch mm -hmm. process as well. 
you and you may not be able to talk about this. So what is that? I guess what does that relationship look like? Like, are you in in terms of consoles? Are you only publishing on PlayStation, or can you speak to that at all? I am currently um okay. Uh, I am working with. And if you can't, I understand. <laughs> for, um, for PlayStation, I'm going to be releasing on the PS5, um, PC mm-hmm. for Steam. And uh, recently, I made public. Well, it's been going on way longer than it's been announced. Uh, that I've been working with Google Stadia, their cloud service, which is pretty cool. But like I said, PlayStation mm-hmm. is the home. So myself and PlayStation, we'll touch base more on that later. But it's a mm-hmm. strong relationship with PlayStation. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. I know we're, we're we're about to talk about your games, but are you developing everything that you're developing exclusively on Unreal Engine 5? Talking Dogs originally started development on Unreal Engine 4, but mm-hmm. in June of 2021, when the early access came out for um, Unreal Engine 5, very early prototypes, the engine, I believe, not prototypes, but early access version, that's when I converted over so it's been a little while for that, but every game recently, pretty much every future game coming from me will be exclusively made on Unreal Engine 5 and deliver on that. But Talking gotcha. Dogs 1 was the only game that did not start development on Unreal Engine 5. Gotcha. And what's what's your experience been with Unreal 5 so far? Is it is it everything that it seems like it is as far as awesomeness? or It's pretty wicked. Yeah, I mean, the it seems pretty robust. The game looks very better. Visually, looks great. Looks like how I wanted them at the very beginning. <laughs> right, yeah. like It's like the vision's true has come true now, basically. Yeah. Nanite is a great feature in Unreal Engine 5. Even though for my type of game, you don't need it, unless if I'm building like a realistic type Last of Us style game, which maybe in the future, but that'll take a long, long time. Sure. Well, we've kind of skirted around it here and flirted with it a little bit. So let's talk about your your first game that it seems like it's going to be releasing first on your sort of yes. slate of games. And this this goes without even saying, you know, I know you're working on a couple of mobile games as well, but obviously with a, we're a PlayStation show, so we'll stick to that. But let's talk about your first game, which is Talking Dogs. So what, you know, I've I've seen some of your trailers and stuff like that, so I have a little bit of, you know, knowledge of what the game appears to be but can you just talk to us about what is talking dogs well talking dogs is about a dog named phil who's a husky and he's on an adventure to find his best friend glenn who's a german shepherd pretty much throughout the game you're going through a short adventure it is a short game Mm -hmm. that's how it was always planned at first and um it's a short game very family uh, very family friendly game you can play with your if you have kids, nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, whatever. And it's it's a very kid-friendly game. It's kind of inspired by Spyro and Crash Bandicoot, but a mixture of both. And there is some platform elements. But it's like an experience. More than a game, but it's it's a game. So it's a mixture of a game and an experience. I haven't really touched okay. base on that, but after having internal testing here, where I'm located... There, a lot of people feel like it was an experience, and, and that feedback was good. They loved it. But a lot of improvements were made to the game since then. Okay. A lot of good things. But it's, it's a, I'll say like a, hmm, action adventure maybe, but more of an experience now at this okay. point in time. Cool. I, I really love 
the art style of it, what it reminds me of is like a mixture of, I want to say bug snacks, but more so that game. That's have you, cool have game. you seen it? It's called Lonely Mountains Downhill. Have you seen that? That It's like a cycling, like a zen, like cycling game. Have you seen this? Lonely Mountains Downhill. I haven't seen that, but I did play bug snacks and I thought that game was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It, Very well, cool you're, yeah. Well, your art style, your art direction reminds me of a mix of like bug snacks and Lonely Mountain Downhill. And yeah, you should look that up. And and you'll you, I think you'll see what I'm talking about because I saw like some of your character okay. models today when I was looking at it. I think you've got like a, there's you've got a photo out there, a screenshot, or maybe it's in a trailer of like a a trucker um, or something in there, and it, it reminded that me. That truck of all, definitely all got touched down. up a bit recently. And UE5, gotcha. the truck looks more brighter. I haven't got recent UE5 footage yet because I'm saving that for like the official trailer, sure. which is not a gameplay trailer, but it's gonna be like a trailer which will go out next year. But cool. um, it's it's a lot better. So, is there any is there any inspiration uh, behind your game in terms of is there something is there another game that you know kind of inspires you or can you compare it to any any type of game at all? I could compare it to a game, but the main inspiration comes from a movie. But for a game inspiration, I'll have to say Spyro. So I, when I okay. always played Spyro, I was always imagining what if this was a dog? What if this was a dog? What if a Spyro was a dog and he can do everything Spyro does, but as a dog. That was also an inspiration, but the movie inspiration is a movie called Homeward Bound. It's a classic oh, yeah. Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Very emotional, yeah. but beautiful movie about a do- two dogs and a cat named Sassy, or yeah. Sunny. Great movie that is. And that, that's probably the more of the backing inspiration of talking dogs. I'm actually working on a blog, a side blog about that. That's Sweet. going very detailed. That'll probably come out next year. Gotcha. Yeah, dude. Homeward Bound is an awesome movie, and you're right. That is that's it's absolutely a classic. No, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they don't remake the uh, Homeward Bound. Keep it yeah, out. It. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I I know you've I know you've got a lot of irons in the fire. Like you're working. You've got your website. You're working on. You know, like you said, you're you're trying to work on your game, promote your game, and everything especially related to talking dogs, but have you said anywhere when talking dogs is releasing and is it, and what all, I guess what platforms do I know you've said PS five, is it coming anywhere else? Um, talking dogs is currently locked in on PlayStation five PC, the steam uh, for steam PC, same thing, PC steam, mm-hmm. then um, Google Stadia, other platforms I am in talks with, but by the time we get deals done, I'll have, it'll be, will be a, a little off schedule. But um sure. for right now, Talking Dogs One is slated for June thirtieth, twenty twenty three on PlayStation Five, PC and Google Stadia. And those are the only three platforms as of now. Awesome. Okay. So a nice June release next year. Seems like a pretty yes. good time to release, especially if it's anything like this summer. So you, you got some landing room, you know, for, for your game. But And the game's in a good shape right now. I know that, that coming from the person making it may sound biased, <laughs> but it's or base, whatever people say, but it's in good shape. It's yeah. going to be hitting. It's almost done. Post production, final stages. It's almost there to the finish line. But then I'm going to sit down, go through it a hundred, maybe a thousand, hundred thousand times, and make sure it's right before I send it in. That's dedication. Got to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you say send it in, you mean to like Sony, Google, et cetera, for certification mm-hmm. or to, yeah, for like all their know. certification processes. Mm-hmm. So they can mm-hmm. have their own teams be like, Hey, 
if this controller ain't functioning, we got to send it back to you. Right. And I don't want that. So I want to make sure everything is good on my end before I send it to them. Because it sure. can take a little bit for everybody. It takes a little bit. Yeah. Will, will talking dogs have a platinum trophy? I love trophy hunting on mm-hmm. PlayStation, and that's something very cool to me. Last night, fun fact, sorry to get off topic again, no, but I fine. recently got I platinum Miles Morales, the PS4 version, last night. So there'll be a platinum trophy, probably. Probably. My goal is to have it on launch, but if not, I could always add it later on because it's definitely something I want to do. That I want to oh. take full advantage of it best I can. Sure. What about what about on PS5? Will it take advantage of the DualSense controller in any way, like the triggers? Oh the yes, oh yes. That's uh, I, I was hoping dogs so. Will take advantage of the DualSense and all of its features. That's something I I, I wanted since day one of the pitch I, pitch process. I always it's just amazing controller. It, it is makes man. the DualShock Four man look look like a prototype. <laughs> it is. It, you you, ta- you mentioned that. Yeah, you mentioned you're developing this for Stadia too, and this, you know, people will laugh when I say this, but before the DualSense controller, the Stadia controller was like maybe my favorite that I'd used. Like it's it, Stadia is, it has a good controller, if nothing else. Yeah, they do. And then good you controller. get the DualSense. Yeah, and I remember getting the DualSense because do you remember when people were getting DualSenses like early, like before the PlayStation Five itself came mm-hmm. out? With like if you ordered, I got mine like three that? months early. Yeah. So I remember getting that and like holding it and I had to, I had my wife like shoot a video off my phone for the YouTube channel of like me, like kind of, you know, going through it for, for a couple of minutes. So yeah, I love the dual sense, man. So I'm glad that you're I do implementing too. that. It's definitely the future of gaming. And I hope the dual sense, hmm, I got to watch how I say this next part because it's <laughs> okay. I hope the dual sense is around like the dual shock was. I'll just say that. Yeah. Like that, we have a dual sense two or a dual sense pro or whatever, whatever. Yeah, I, I hope you. something like that happens mm-hmm, because sure. it can always be upgraded more, which is a good thing, not a bad thing. And it's something that PlayStation's definitely, I see in my personal view as a fan, it will be executed more. Sure. Hopefully. No, yeah, I think that makes sense. I don't, I don't think you've said anything that would get you in any trouble. I think that's a pretty safe, um, thing to you know surmise is as a, as a fan going forward so i hope yeah. so it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an awesome controller and it works great on pc when you know testing everything yeah so you mentioned that you're in you know post-production that things are are well on talking dogs and um you know you're kind of in you know the ending stages so to speak of, of yes. wrapping that game up and along those lines i discovered in getting ready to talk with you uh, on the show here that you have two sequels already in development for talking dogs. You have talking dogs two and three in development. Is that correct? Yes. Talking dogs Two. fun fact when I'm Unre- um, in 2021, I started work on talking dogs Two. So pretty much this whole time alongside talking dogs one, I've been working on both the first and second game together, like neck and neck. So those okay. two talking dogs two is coming out at a strange time. It's going to be coming out in the year 2026. Okay. I don't know what technology will be then, but I, I, I could, I could take a guess on what could happen that year, and I'll keep that to my chest. But sure. um, Talking Dogs Two has been in development for a little over a year, coming on two years. Talking Dogs Three, which was a shocker, actually, no one knows this. A lot of people on my camp were like, "Why'd you guys announce this?" And I'm like, "Well." 
I have to because IMDb leaked it. And IMDb all my did? Search by, yeah, if you search my name on IMDb, it says Talking Dogs 2 and 3. And I'm like, mother trucker. And <laughs> okay. I was like, wow. So, yeah, they leaked that. I don't know how they got that info. Yeah, but, I was about um, to say, how did they know about that? Yeah. Talking Dogs 3 is in pre-production. That's many years away. It's going to be, mm. a, and that'll be at the conclusion of the Talking Dogs trilogy that's always been planned all along. Okay. That was my next question is why, why, why make three games instead of one big game or, you know, but that makes sense if you were planning it as a trilogy. So, okay. Yeah, it's always been planned as a trilogy. I would have done it with one huge game. I thought of that mm. in the early stages, but I was like, you know what? I want to make it as a trilogy. It's not a cash grab sequence. It's just first game's going to be a short experience. Then the second one's going to be a little longer. Then the third one's going to be this huge waza. Gotcha. <laughs> so it's going to be fun to experience when the time comes, of course. Cool. Okay. So let's talk too, because I know, as I mentioned, you have a lot of things that you're developing, obviously. Talking dog, three talking dogs games. Um, like I mentioned, the mobile games, but you're also developing a title for PlayStation VR two, which was very hard for me not to ask you about first because I'm really intrigued by this. But obviously, I wanted to talk to you about talking dogs because it seems the most immediate, obviously, of your releases. So yes. Let's let's talk about your your PSVR two game, which is called Into the Wilds. So this game, I don't know anything about because I don't think you've publicly said anything. So can you? talk to to us about what is into the wilds well into the wilds is hmm, it's gonna be very hard to talk about (laughs) because i understand my overseers at playstation haven't said much about their system yet i mean can you can you tell me like what genre of game like is it an is it an action adventure game like is it a strategy game you know what i'm saying like can you say that it's a the genre is still being it's I won't say still being decided because it's different. Okay. But I'll probably say adventure because you are going on an adventure. Your mm-hmm. sidekick is, uh, I will confirm here because I, I think I already did, but if I didn't, this is an exclusive. Okay. Pretty much you'll be a sidekick. You're, you're going to have a sidekick who's a golden retriever. And you're going to be playing, I believe, at, you're going to be playing as a female protagonist in Into the okay. Wild. I, I did this decision because I didn't think it would be good. For for the VR for the player to play as a dog in VR, hard yeah. to explain, but it would be a little difficult. Sure, no, but I maybe in the future I could do something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get but, that um, totally. The Wilds is more of an experience. You put on the headset and you're in the world and you experience it because this is also mm-hmm. my first VR game that the public knows I am working on, and I want to make okay. sure it's a smooth. It could go as a tech demo, but it's really not a tech demo. It's more of an experience from the headset. You hang out with your golden retriever dog, and you're the female protagonist in the game, and you're just going on a little adventure. Very short okay. experience, but it should be fun. Whenever the time comes for a release date, that'll be time to share. But it's okay. somewhere around the rainbow. Huh. So would you describe it, it sounds like then, as something comparable to like the Batman VR experience that was on the original PSVR, like something along those lines, like a short kind of short and sweet type of thing? Yeah, very short and sweet, but I never played the Batman VR. Yeah, me either. I just always know that it was kind of like a two or three hour thing that, you know, you put the headset on your Batman for a couple hours. I mean, would you describe your game kind of like that or? Yes. Gotcha. 
I'll ask you the same thing about Into the Wilds as I did Talking Dog. So do you have any type of inspiration uh, for Into the Wilds or is it kind of playing off of your talking dogs, you know, with the pet or with pets? With I guess it is a pet, but are you kind of playing off of that or is there any other type of inspiration behind it or uh, as you're developing it? Into the Wilds is pretty much piggybacking off inspiration from talking dogs I, because, as, as you now know, the inspiration mm-hmm. for talking dogs had a golden retriever in that movie, Homeward Bound. He was Shadow. Yeah, and yeah Shadow. Sidekick in, into the wilds is a golden retriever. And pretty much, I'm not going to name him Shadow, of course. His name's still being decided, actually. Gotcha. But right now, he's just called a good boy. Right now, he's just called a good boy internally. <laughs> <laughs> can't, you can't go wrong with that. Nope, but he's a good boy. He is a boy dog. Yeah. I, 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 that confirms that. <laughs> <laughs> perfect so have you i know this one is obviously i guess much further away but have you said anything about a release date or a release window for for into the wilds on psvr2 hmm, sky is blue i don't know this question okay fair <laughs> enough it'll be a little bit down the road sure well, let me that's fair let me ask you a couple of other questions too that you may or may not be able to answer you obviously have a PSVR2 dev kit. Uh, I, I know you can't speak about that specifically, but... Never heard of it. Sure. Can you generally say what your experience developing a game for PSVR2 has been like? Is it something to be excited about? <laughs> or can you not comment? If you love horror games, <laughs> it's going to be remarkable. Okay. I'm a Resident Evil fan, so I can't wait to play um, whichever Resident Evil got announced for VR. I forget which one. I don't know if it was seven or eight, but one of them did. Yeah, I know there. I know seven you can play in VR, but I think that they've also said recently they announced. You're, you're right. Capcom announced that eight is going to have a VR yeah. mode or like a story expansion or something like that. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, you're right about that. So I'll definitely try that in VR when it's. Whenever it, you know, whenever it's time. Yeah. The one thing that I'm hoping from, hoping for from PSVR 2, and again, as someone who didn't play the first PSVR 2, I didn't own, didn't own that the first headset. It just never really spoke to me. But the second one definitely is this one. One thing that I'm hoping, outside of just graphical fidelity in general in games for VR, I'm hoping that we get experiences that are more comparable to like console experiences in the, in the, in terms of like an open world game, like a truly open world game. Like, I don't know if that's even possible with PSVR two. I think it is because I think, um, with horizon call of the mountain, that mm-hmm. game, I think is what you're explaining because gorilla okay. and, um, I forget who's also developing with them, but they're also working very hard on that. I know that. And I uh, think Fire that's Sprite, more think. of, yes, fire Sprite. Mm-hmm. I think that game is going to be the first real console type VR game that a lot of VR fans, even myself, have been dreaming to play. Yeah, it, it strikes me as a launch title for PSVR too. Honestly, um, I can definitely whenever. see it happen. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What is your reaction to some of the people, and it might even be PlayStation folks or PlayStation developers? What What is your reaction? Do you agree or disagree, or can you say that to these people who have said that I just played PSVR 2 or just had a test 
demo of PSVR 2 and it blew me away. Agree or disagree? No comment. Okay. <laughs> I tried. All right. Anything else about PSVR 2 before we move <laughs> on to a more general PlayStation discussion? PSVR 2 will be fun whenever it's time. Hopefully, okay. when this airs, Sony hasn't talked yet. Maybe they sure. will. I don't know. But they're sneaky. They love to surprise people. They do. I remember when I first learned about the actual headset, I woke up and I was like, wow, the public now knows. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> it looks incredible, man. Yeah, I, I'm very excited. I, I'm happy they're keeping the, um, sorry to cut you off. I just love, I, I love that they're keeping the, um, the color scheme of the dual sense and the PS5 itself. It's yeah. kind of that futuristic look and I love it. Yeah, the thing that I'm most excited about with it is to get my hands on the on the sense controllers. Those controllers sound and and look awesome, and just the haptics and everything that they're putting into it. Very excited about those. I think those will, you know, be a game changer in a way that, like we talked oh, about, yeah. that the, the, the DualSense was for for PS5 mm-hmm. on, and console gaming. So excited about that. The sense controllers will probably be like ah, uh, well, yeah, pretty much the same level as I guess not the same level, but um. I can't think of a damn word, but um, it's going to be on the good. It's going to be great to experience with with the games and stuff when it's time. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, let's let's move on to a, kind of just a more general discussion about PlayStation because you're obviously a PlayStation fan. You know, I as well. I mean, yep. I I, I, co- I co-host a PlayStation News podcast, so mm-hmm. I thought we could just kind of talk talk PlayStation a little bit as well too. And you know, I know you're from from one angle, you're you're looking at things in a different lens. So if I ask you something, you know, that you don't feel like you can necessarily answer that, you know, because you're a developer, uh, from that standpoint, then that's fine too. But I just wanted to, to ask you just kind of generally, you know, what is it like as an indie developer developing games, excuse me, on PlayStation platforms? Is it, is it about what you expected? Is it more difficult than you thought? Is it easier than you thought? You know, those sorts of things. Just what is it? I guess, what has your experience been like doing so? Experience has been great, but it hasn't been easy because nothing is ever easy in this Sure. Life. Nothing's ever easy. But I also still can't believe it, that it, this is all real. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would freak out if I was making a PlayStation game. I still can't process it. The stuff I know now that the public doesn't, I'll just stop. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> sure. It's amazing. Honestly. Good. Awesome. Well, I asked that because, you know, you hear, I'm sure you've seen stories and, and read stories, I too, did. you know, yeah, about, you know, <laughs> there are indie developers, small developers who talk about how, you know, difficult it can be to develop and to work with PlayStation and how it takes, you know, X amount of time to to hear back from their account uh, manager, account, whatever person. I'm sure you have someone you contact, you interact with, interface with at PlayStation, too. But, you know, you, you, we were hearing those stories for several months, especially at the end of last year. So I'm just curious. And it, but, but to be fair too, it seems like from the outside that PlayStation has made great strides in that regards. It seems like they're heading in a direction where they're trying to make things better for smaller developers, solo developers like yourself, et cetera. So I'm just curious just generally how it's been for you, but also wanted to ask you too, you're a you're a PlayStation gamer. You you obviously I'm sure shop on the PlayStation yeah. Store and buy games. Um, mm-hmm. You see how much stuff comes out every week. A lot of it, in my opinion, is not worthwhile. But then there are other times where I download something, 
and it's a small title and it blows me away. Like just this year, I I downloaded a game called Devastator and it's a twin stick um, shooter, like a geometric twin stick shooter. It's awesome. Not many of those around anymore, but I'm happy that's that's like a genre that's coming back slowly. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I loved it. I watched a trailer for it. I was like, this is my shit, you know, and I downloaded it. It was like a seven dollar game. I got the platinum for it in like four or five hours. I'm not saying that's why I did it, but I, I loved it. Yeah. So anyway, my question is, is that. How do you how do you plan to kind of just get through all the noise on PlayStation Store? How do you you know, do you have any thoughts on how you can maybe try to try to break through that, you know, and just kind of to get like when you launch Talking Dogs, for instance, do you have any? any plans or thoughts or ideas on how to you know kind of i guess put your best foot forward and try to break through all those all that competition out there i could answer this honestly but i can't because some things are not set in stone Mm -hmm. but i i am planning a nice marketing campaign push for talking dogs which i have to because this is the first game and it's pretty much the, the start of a slate of games to come for a while mm-hmm. but i also want to i want to touch base on the previous um section you were going over on um, playstation they treat indie developers really good they treat me good we're in a great business relationship and hopefully someday and over the rainbow many years from now i could join them under that umbrella of theirs i know some sure. people thought recently i was being acquired i'm like no not me <laughs> I'm still climbing up that ladder. It'll take a long time. So along along those lines then, because I forgot to, to mention this when we were talking about talking dogs, but we're just kind of, you know, we're all kind of talking about it. We're talking about it all at this point. But mm-hmm. so I, you're, if I remember correctly, you are able, you're talking dogs is what, what I'm trying to say. Talking dogs is able to be wishlisted on the PlayStation store. Is that correct? Yes, that's, that's what I kind of meant to say, but I just forgot the word. So I spun out of it. But um, mm-hmm. yes, you can wish list it on the PlayStation Five um, mm-hmm. store or the mobile app, or just to go to the web and just type PlayStation Store and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And when you follow and wish list it, you'll you'll automatically get updates. Um, I often update the page with new screenshots or quick news beats, like "Here's a new still of Phil, check them out" and yeah. stuff like that. And that's also good too. Not many yeah. developers nowadays do that, but us smaller guys, we have to. We got to do everything we can. And that helps a lot. I Yeah, I've got it. So the reason why I asked that is because, not number one, that's awesome that you have, you know, uh, you already have a, a, a store page for your for your game and that you can wishlist it. But the, the other reason is because I don't, I don't know. There are lots of, well, I'm saying lots, but there's, there are many indie games that have store pages, but I haven't seen many that have the ability to wishlist. So, I say that to say that it seems like you have a little bit, um, I guess, closer partnership with PlayStation is what I'm trying to say. Or is that the case? Or is that just the, or is it just the case of you like putting in the work to be able to have your game wishlisted and have a store page, etc.? Which which one of it? Which which is it? Is it both, or is it one of those? I will say my partnership with PlayStation is very close, but mm-hmm. um, I believe what you're explaining could be a bug because I believe all partners, including myself, are eligible for wishlisting. Okay. Or maybe they haven't offered that store or whoever out there who hasn't had that wishlist feature maybe is not eligible. I haven't okay. came across that. But um, 
and maybe it's just me. Maybe it, maybe you're right. Maybe if you're on the PlayStation Store, like maybe if I if I search whatever game, if I search ABC game right now and it's not out, yeah. okay, let's say a game that's not out yet. If I search it, maybe I can wish list it. I've just never noticed that. But so I'm just curious because, but I when I, I did Might search for your game, yeah, but I did search for your game and had the ability to wish list it and did. So I was just curious about that because I, you know, some games I see it and some games maybe I'm just not paying attention. But I was just curious. So I also kind of just to get towards the end here and just to wrap up, because I told you I'd only take about 30 or 45 minutes of your time. I wanted to just okay talk, talk with you about, you know, PlayStation as, as a platform, your history with it. You know, when did you start playing on PlayStation or are you like me, somebody who played, you know, on PS one all the way through, like the only system that I haven't played on is a PlayStation portable, but the rest of them I own played on. So what's kind of just your relationship with, with PlayStation throughout the years? I, Missed my chances with PS1, but I started with PS2, and ever since then, I've been playing that all the way up till now. And I also played some old retro systems over the years, but PlayStation's been my home. But nowadays, I have to make sure I'm not a console fanboy, but I'm not. I play on everything, <laughs> but PlayStation's been my home way before Console Wars was a thing. Dating back to, I forget when the PS2 launched, but I've, I've been PlayStation since then. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. I want to say it was two. I want to say two thousand, maybe two thousand one, for okay. PS two. I think. I think I got my PS two in 03 or four, so a little late, but I did get to mm-hmm. experience the majority of those games. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the PlayStation one for me. That I mean, I would say, you know, if I was going to rank PlayStation consoles, I would say maybe. Of course, there's always some recency bias, but I would say maybe maybe <laughs> PS five. PS1, PS4, PS Vita, PS2, PS3 last, probably in that order. And again, I, did, I haven't played PlayStation Portable, and that's old, you know, gangbusters. So a lot of people hold the Portable in high regard. But um, but yeah, for me, I, I would say PS5, PS1, and then uh, probably PS4 would be a top three. So That's definitely a great list. The PS4 blew me away with yeah. some of those games. Like, since we're now talking about PlayStation, I could talk as a fan with you. Yeah. I'm scared to see what Naughty Dog's going to do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Me too. They're, 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 they were an inspiration. They're, they're an inspiration to get my games like that. But wow. What they did with The Last of Us on the end of the PS4 and what Sucker Punch did with their new IP, Ghost Tsushima. I don't know what to say. Breathtaking. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, Naughty Dog is one of those, you know, handful of studios in the world that are like really like cream of the crop, you know, top top of the game. And, uh, you know, selfishly, I'm hoping that they are making a, a, a new IP, a new game outside of The Last of Us Uncharted and so on. I would love to see a new IP from them. Don't get me wrong. I love The Last of Us series, but the last one, mm-hmm. ooh, I love that game, though. It was just very yeah. dark. I wasn't expecting that from them. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I'm excited about the multiplayer game, though. Factions or whatever they end up calling it. I'm definitely excited about that. Part of me thinks that's a battle royale. From a fan perspective, that looks like a battle mm. royale to me. I could see that, or at least it, you know, having a mode uh, in, in it, within it, whatever it ends up being. So I'm excited about it. Looking forward to it. What? Speaking of excited about it, what? what is, what's your most anticipated PlayStation games coming down the pipeline or you know if it's one or maybe you have a couple that you're like super excited about what would you say they are i'll probably have to go off my highest right now it's marvel spider-man 2 and wolverine i know that's just 
two from yeah. Insomniac, but they proved that they could do a superhero game and they can do it well. Storytelling is great. I every time I see Spider-Man news, I'm just hoping for that new gameplay trailer from them. I'm oh, waiting. No. That's definitely like my most anticipated probably since huh, it's been a while, but it's definitely up there. My most anticipated uh PlayStation game. I I'm definitely hyped about that one too. I think we're I think we might see some gameplay of that before the year's out. Just my just my opinion. I, I have a I have a feeling that that's coming. For me, like I said, I think The Last of Us multiplayer is definitely up there. The problem is is that we don't know a whole lot about what else is coming from PlayStation right now. I think that's going to change here in the next few months. But other than like Probably. you said, Wolverine and Spider Man too, we don't know anything past you know this year. So. Pretty much the whole slate the during the the last two major shows has been released. And of yeah. course that big twenty twenty show. So mm-hmm. I have no doubt in my mind as a fan talking here that PlayStation sure. will talk sometime soon. That's yeah, just my I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. But so just selfishly, I'm hoping because I'm if you keep up with it, I'm sure that you do. The Gorilla has that second team that is led by the guy who was the game director on Rainbow Six Siege. If you just talk about SOCOM, I hope it is. Man, yes, I'm, oh my God, I'm praying, begging for SOCOM for a reboot, revival of that series. Man, that that would, that would put me on the floor because SOCOM was the first game that I ever played online multiplayer for. You talked about the PS2. You know, that was the first game I ever played online and that, I just have a lot of, like, like a lot of people like you, like me, I have a lot of love in my heart for the SOCOM series. And I think that if they, honestly, I think if they revived that and they said, yeah, Gorilla, uh, whatever, Gorilla is making, uh, making it, here's a trailer, the dude from Siege is the game director, and it's SOCOM, I think people would fucking die. Like, <laughs> if they brought back SOCOM, I think, and, I think it would break the internet for about a day or two, honestly, so. And I kind of hope it becomes the new competitor because in the last 24 hours we're hearing how on um, the Call of Duty IP, it's in a pickle right mm-hmm. now due to its um, it may go exclusive to Xbox. And mm-hmm. honestly, as a fan, SOCOM comes back; it could be a competitor. Yeah, it really can. I, I agree. I know myself will play it a lot. Yeah, it's been ab- too damn long. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, hundred percent. Well, I I appreciate you, you coming on the show, man. And I wanted to, uh, you know, thank you again for for joining me and for talking uh, about your games, your studio, and just talking PlayStation with me. And I, I've enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed learning some more about your games and everything you're working on. And I've enjoyed trying to pry some PSVR two information out of you. And you you handled it well. You uh, you handled it very well. So I uh, I definitely appreciate future, you coming we'll on the show again about the PSVR two in a more when it's time. When they talk. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I would love to do that. So I wanted to to uh, give you the floor here a little bit on the way out the door just to you know, let people know how they can find you, how they can follow the progress of your games and and et cetera. So the floor is kind of yours here to to spread spread the news. Well, you anybody can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at Carson Kelly Games, or if you want, if you don't have a social network, you can go to ww carsonkellygames.com you can check out our blog well my blog learn a bit about the games learn about the past echo stop god damn amazon robot cut me off but um, <laughs> dude they'll do that <laughs> but um 
You can check out everything on my website, CarsonKellyGames.com. Learn everything about myself and Carson Kelly Games and what's in the pipeline because I have a lot. But it's a PlayStation podcast, so we'll keep it where it is. <laughs> Be patient. God of War is coming. I forgot to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good game coming. But I appreciate um, the Dual Sense podcast having me on. I love the name, by the way, of the name of the podcast. <laughs> Fits well. Maybe there'll be a Sense podcast someday. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Well, again, Carson, thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll have to do it again down the road, especially if you get some get the get the reins taken off on the PSVR 2 front. I'd love to talk with you more about that. So, again, thank you for coming on the show. And if you guys enjoyed it, you enjoyed hearing about Carson and his games, then definitely hit him up on his feeds and website that he just mentioned. And if you enjoyed our show in general, then don't forget, again, to follow us, subscribe, on your podcast service or YouTube to get a new episode delivered every Monday of our usual news episodes. Uh, this one is a special bonus episode that will be released at a point TBD in the future. So we'll figure that out. But yeah, again, don't forget to find us on social media. We're on Twitter at the DualSense Pod, also on Instagram, Facebook, and we have a blog, which is the DualSense Podcast.wordpress.com. Also, uh, before I go here, just wanted to ask for your kindness in it giving us a rating or a review if you can leave us you know stars hearts uh, a comment thumbs up a like whatever it is on your your app or service that is much appreciated and helps us fight the, the nasty algorithm but uh we'll get out of here now thank you for joining us for this special bonus episode take care and we'll talk at you next time Bye bye